It's like there's actually something else heavy. unpacked. What? Yeah, it's like heavy. Like a lot of heaviness. Yeah. Yeah. Like where you walk into a closet and you're like, well, you don't necessarily have like, because it sounds like you can mesh both worlds. It's kind of like, okay, I can see that your um, purses are a giant cluster fuck, but. That might not be necessarily a problem. <laughs> like, hey, that's what I told you. I know. <laughs> I'm not naming names, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, totally. So I have this belief that every single area in the home, like every single room in the home corresponds with a chakra and a different part of your life. And so if you look at it in, and they can vary house to house. So like the, the kitchen, for example, is often... Hey guys, it's Jocelyn. You're listening to Keeping Up With Chaos. So glad you're here. We're glad you're part of the conversation. You're going to find real random, sometimes funny, sometimes serious, but always chaos and conversation here. That's what you're going to get. Tonight, we've got a great guest. We have Star Hansen. She's been in the clutter business for 17 years. Don't get stressed out when I say clutter, okay? She is going to help us find out what clutter really means and how it's helping you and how you can use it as information to transform your life for the better. So we have a really cool conversation. We have a lot of fun tonight as usual, and we're glad that you're here and a part of the conversation. So uh, buckle up if you're heading to work, strap on your shoes if you're hitting the hitting the sidewalk for to go for a walk, or maybe you're getting comfy on the couch, grab a cocktail, and join us. Let's see where tonight's conversation takes us. Cheers. If you like what you hear tonight, share us with one friend. Pretty please, and thank you. So are you up for um, some clutter? Are you that's, up? My, that's my entire existence. Are you, are you up for some clutter? Clutter. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Clutter, clutter, clutter. Clutter is my life. I know. It's my <laughs> life's work. <laughs> it's, your, it's your life's work. Let me, let me move my chair around and close the, the curtain, the chaos curtain. Um, I know. I was, I was pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about um, hanging out with uh, Star. What's happening? <laughs> Not even paying attention. She's just staring at us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. Anyways, I'm pretty excited about tonight because I talked to Star on the phone um, this week. We had a little check-in because I usually leave that up to most guests if they want to chat ahead of time or not. And uh, she has a great vibe about her. So I was pretty excited. Yeah. Um, I think most people that have their lives together and are organized probably have a pretty good vibe. <laughs> no, not necessarily. I'm like, I'm like the crazy, the crazy, the crazy one in the closet. <laughs> Wait, you cleaned your closet. Did you clean Me? your closet? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It looks good. It's, okay. Well, I just moved some, the stuff that was hanging down. I moved it over. Yeah. Okay. I didn't clean it. Um, Oh, Jen, light. All right, guys, let's get started. So, um, hi. 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 How are you guys doing? <laughs> Frazzled. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, are you? Yeah. Ready? Well, because my, my groceries were pushed back by like four hours. Mm. They got here at like seven. I had to put all the shit away. They f- did not bring my sushi rolls, which I was really pissed about because Ooh, it's half off on Wednesdays. Yes. So I didn't get them. They're like, oh, they're out. Oh, these are the only ones that they have. Is this what you want? And I was like, perfect. What part of perfect 
is not bringing them to you. Exactly. That's not perfect. <laughs> That's not right. So I'm like, okay, great. I'll eat this real quick while I set up, you know, for podcasting. And then I'm like, no. so I just, this is my dinner. What's your dinner? This Nice. A nice, a nice hefty glass of wine. I like it. Mm-hmm. it looks Fantastic. like water. I start slurring <laughs> it's been- at the midway point. <laughs> so that's okay. We should just think that you're excited about um, decluttering yourself. I have to tell you, I, um, okay. And here's the funny thing coming off of uh, mother's day, my number three was like, um, is there like a day for me? <laughs> like, I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you know, like mom's day, like moms have their own day. Dad has dad has his own day. Like, where's my day? I know that there's like bring your kids to work kind of day, but like, where's my day? And I'm like, well, that would be your birthday, buddy. And he's like, no, isn't there like a son's day? So we Googled it. I got on the Google machine and I was like, there is a legit son's day. Did you guys know that there's like a daughter's day? Every day was their day. Right. Exactly. I've seen people posting on social media when it's like national son's day or national daughter's day or something. And they post pictures of them with their kid. Yes. You don't like that. No, because it just is like, what about all the people that don't have a picture to post? That's true. Really want one. You're just like feeding into their depression thinking, oh, everyone has a kid but me. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, I'm not going to turn that into a thing. Another thing we have to obligatory fucking do on yeah. some other day. Sweetest day. Fucking Columbus. Indigenous People's Day. National Siblings Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. National Talk Like a Pirate Day. That's a day. Wow. Anyway, if you're wondering what National Sons Day is, it's actually March 4th, but apparently you can also celebrate it in September on September 28th. Just so if anyone's interested and doesn't share the same sentiments as Ginger, <laughs> who wants to celebrate Sons Day. Are you going to celebrate go. it? No, I don't. No. I don't do it. I don't do any of that shit either. Like I really like, you know, I don't even really sometimes we will sometimes acknowledge birthdays or anniversaries we had a recent anniversary and we, we acknowledge sometimes sometimes birthdays sometimes on social media but i i'm like over that um, whole obligatory like oh it's your birthday i have to let everybody else know that i know it's your birthday like that's bullshit to me you know um or like big anniversaries you know like if you have a big anniversary like a milestone anniversary like of course but like every i have people that post like every year their anniversary you know well, like look at people- us we made it another year they use it as their photo album so they like it like they like i think they use it as like a journal some people Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like it's like a um it's like a blog it's like a life blog on facebook so i get that that's what i think i don't know we just recently (laughs) celebrated an anniversary i'm like should we post this on facebook i mean we already talked about it like we're here celebrating it together like do we need to let everybody else know i even took my birth i oh this makes me did i ever share with you guys i took my birthday off facebook and i lived i tell you guys about this and i legit on my birthday went to go check facebook i don't know just whatever to see if anyone like said happy birthday because you know that's kind of like a thing and nobody said happy birthday to me. And I was like, oh, nobody said happy birthday to me. And then I was like, why? I feel so terrible inside right now. I'm so, I'm, everything is crumbling apart. And then I realized, I, th- I think I told you that. I think I told you this, Nikki. I realized that I took my birthday off <clears throat> my mm-hmm. my profile. Because I was actually looking for it because I couldn't remember the exact day that it was on. Oh. It was like within one or two days. 
and I couldn't remember which date it was. Do you remember that paper calendar that I got you for Christmas? That would be something that you would maybe want to write down. Did you buy her a paper calendar for Christmas? I did. Oh my God. Look at it. It's right there. It says organized 2021. Oh my God. You have it right next to you? (laughs) Do you use it? She makes me. (gasps) She does? I'm not... I mean, I'm not That's like adorable with a- though. She's helping you. These are steps to you figuring out your own form of organization. It's not right? like I like have a whip yeah. or something. I'm not like, like, <laughs> you know, driving a whip home, like use that really? calendar. <laughs> you might as well be. No one's driving your a whip 15 home. follow-up text messages. <laughs> I am just making sure that we're all on the same page. It's a good thing you texted which us page about tonight. Would that be? Which page? I totally forgot. <laughs> about this until you texted me I was when I, on my way going to dinner I was what? like we're going to dinner fuck this I'm gonna I'm gonna have the kids I fed them fucking burgers leftovers which I never make leftovers and I'm like I don't feel like dealing with this we're going to dinner and then on our way out the door I got your text and I was like fuck I'm like I don't want to go to dinner now, like now I I'm lied. Gonna, yeah I'm like <laughs> we'll kidding. go tomorrow tomorrow you for- maybe Got honey, get I told yourself you, a fucking paper the calendar. calendar God only damn works it. If you know what day it is, that's true. Okay. <laughs> true. You have to know what day it is. So I get in a zone where I think I know what day it is and I'm like way off. Right. It happens a lot. So that's why I need my phone to tell me everything that's going on all the time. So yeah. like I should put this in my phone. I just figured I would remember. That is definitely some clutter that you got going in there. That's why I like my paper calendar. I have a pencil. I can pencil it in. I can erase it. And then everything stays organized and it's not all cluttered in my phone. Like in my phone, I'm like, what's happening? I can't see it all. I can't erase it. I have to like go in there and push things and like delete things. And like, I, I want the calendar. It's I want the process that works. Yes, I know. I know I'm not the only one out there that likes paper calendars. I know I'm not. I know that there's a paper calendar brigade. No, I like them too. Not that I ever look at them, but I like them too because I had one of the big desk pads on on my desk. Yeah. And I would write stuff on it, but I never looked at it because my keyboard sat on top of it. And it's good for like burying paper underneath it. Like just, oh, I might need this later. So I just shove it underneath it. I did (laughs) use that desk calendar when I worked in an office. Yeah. I liked those. Those were good. Yeah. You don't want to go to her office. So tonight we're talking to um, Star Hansen and she's the clutter whisperer. So I just can't wait that sh- she is just going to have a field day with you two. Let me just tell you. I mean, no, I, I gave her a little you some very good tips no. and you're going to go into the office and you're going to organize my ass. You should see her desk <laughs> like she's Shut like up. you need to. She goes, you need to come in and organize and like her are like, you know, obviously like the main boss is like the big man. The big boss is like, you need to come in and organize her. And I'm like, my kids are sick. Sorry. Can't come in this week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What other? Okay. So anyway, so tonight's guest is Star Hansen. Um, I'm super excited. She's actually, um, her title is the clutter whisperer. And when we ran across her in one of the communities that we um, are on, uh, when we were looking for guests to bring on, I was like, Ooh, I I hope she can come on. I'm so excited. And Nikki's like, eh, great. No, I was pretty excited, honestly. <laughs> Not because of her, but because of your clutter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I need tips, especially, you know, people with ADD, like how do you focus? Like, that's my problem. Like I can't, you know, like there's too many things going on in my head at one time and then one little distraction. And I'm like on to the next. That would be Either clutter that, in your or head. Or I get bored. Either that or I get bored easily. And then I'm like, okay, eh, I'm done with all this. 
I gave her a little rundown on everybody. I was like, I'm the type of person that has um, like CD? everything. No, everything looks like it's clean, but it's not actually really fully clean. Like it's kind of dusty, but you would open up a closet and it would be there would be some unorganized chaos. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nope. No. Yes. OK, whatever. OK, you're it a liar. Is, it is but I think not a liar. be able to see as well. Everyone else, like, look at all of our backgrounds. Like mine's a sheet over my window. OK, right. Nikki is just clean space. at least, but there's space <laughs> and yours is a fairy tale wonderland. So, you know, <laughs> right. I think we get the vibe about like how things are going. Sheet. Space. Fairy tale wonderland. Okay. Space. Blank canvas. <laughs> I have something fun for us to do while we get started um, before our star gets here. So we're going to play a little game. Are we going to make up names again? No, we're not making up names. Like it's not doing. Okay. Shut it. You don't want to do your <laughs> rapper name. Let's do drinking games. Okay, no, Just we're going to we're going to do um we're going to do Gen Z game, okay? So apparently, you know, we've never really talked about this before. Should we wait till Star gets here? Or do you want you want to just keep going with this cuz I mean, this is I'm kind listening. of clutter. Okay. So Gen Zs, we've never really chatted about this, I think. We've kind of like glazed over it, how they like make fun of us, like our generation for like having, you know, like the side part and the skinny jeans and all that kind of stuff. So I was watching on social media um, I follow the Holderness family and they did a um, like a sing songy spoof on Gen Z's making fun of us. And apparently we have our own name now. We're now considered um, Chugi. Have you heard of this before? No. Chugi. So they're labeling us Chugi. So it's C-H-E-U-G-Y. It's pronounced Chugi. I have zero clue. Never so, heard of it. No. OK, well, we're going to have to Google it. So this is going to be fun. So. I want, we're going to, it's going to be a points game. So if you, if you, apparently there's a, like a laundry list of things that if you are a Chugi or our generation, AKA not Gen Z, then um, you fall in line with some of these details of what they consider being a Chugi. Okay. I'm probably pronouncing this, this it is a quiz. Feels like a quiz. Yeah, it is a quiz. Okay. Okay. So you love Disney. Yeah. yeah I or do. Nay? No. Okay. Yeah. You love friends, the show. No. Yes. I mean, I watched it. Yeah. Wait, am I? What am I giving myself a point for? You just I... check. You give yourself a point if you say yes. Okay. Oh, got okay. it. Okay. So, sorry. Okay. Uh, jean jackets. Yay for me. Yeah. I love jean jackets. Um, graphic tees from Target. Totally. Yeah. I tried to. I totally tried to sell my teenager on that last time we went shopping. <laughs> He's like, "Oh my god, mom, really?" Ugh. Um, side part. I feel like mine's like kind Mine of just does it naturally. Side. Yeah. I got I'm about to part. do some bangs, though. Yeah, you are. Ooh, that's really kind of not Gen Z, is it? Or is that Gen Z? I don't know. I what don't what know. generation are we? I don't even think know. We're not all the same. Hi. We're not. Hi, how are you? Guys, what did I Hi. miss? Tell me everything. Do Hi, it in 30 stop. seconds. Do it in <laughs> <started> the game. <laughs> we're talking about Gen Z and what they think of our generation. And we were just yes. talking about, like, what is our generation's <laughs> name, then. And what we're all land on. Well, we were all talking about how we might be a little bit slightly different generations, but not by much. But they're they were talking about how they labeled us Chugis. Have you heard of this? I'm probably pronouncing I'm butchering it. It's um spelled C-H-E-U-G-Y, and they pronounce it Chugi. And they're like, and they are like, you know you're a Chugi if you love Disney. You know you're a Chugi if you love jean jackets. And so we were taking <laughs> right. 
but I'm an Xer and I like all of that stuff too. So they're just, they're just saying the everything, things that everyone loves. Everyone. Exactly. Loves. Well, we kind of like glazed over the fact that like, I mean, I'm kind of like kind of a side part. It's like slightly to the side, not really a full side part. And then I still right. like trying to figure out like what is wrong with that and like what's wrong with the skinny jeans. Right. Okay. I'm just, I got to speak up. Nothing's wrong with the skinny jeans. I will rock those until I die. And <laughs> Amen, I sister. Part, my like brother threw a rock when I was a kid and it landed me square in the middle of my head. And I have a oh, little no. spot right in the front. So it's wow. so skinny jeans inside part are mine till the day I die. Exactly. You're like, ride or die. We're doing the jean thing. There's nothing wrong part. with that. Nothing. nothing. Wrong with it. I think nothing. that was actually debunked. I think the skinny jeans are still totally fine. I'm still waiting for them to um, say something about the yoga pants because I like live in those, not jeans, but like yoga pants. I'm waiting for them to talk trash about the yoga pants and then we're going to have a problem. Lives in yoga pants after COVID. So I have no ass, so I can't go to other styles. <laughs> like it's just like a back extension. <laughs> like there's nothing else for me. It just goes from like what back to back to top of your leg. Like pretty much. It's like, like back for days, back to calves. Just my calves like pop out. My calves are my ass basically. So that's. I think I, yeah, me too, but they're so comfy, you know, I'm like, yeah, I might need I to get jeans like a, all the time. I know you do jeans all the time. Apparently, <laughs> apparently too, if you have like wooden signs in your house that says like wine 30, then like you can check that on your list that like you're a chuggy or if you like craft cocktails, you're like also lame. I'm going to say lame because I don't like that chuggy word. Also, basic. sounds like it's like base, like they're like trying to find a new way to say basic. It's right. I love wooden signs. Now, who made this up? Millennials? I don't. Yeah. No. Gen, yeah. Gen Z. Isn't that millennials? I don't no. think so. No. 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 That's no. lower. Mm-hmm. That's like your kid. No wonder he was giving me shit for taking him Target shopping and I wanted to get him some graphic tees. And he's like, eh, mom, that's so lame. I'm like, no, they're cute. Look. He's like, oh, my God. Cool. That's it. That's exactly what happened in Target. I was like, this is so great. No, this is no, so great. Right. No, thumbs down. I totally like the MTV graphic tees. Yes, those are the best. Come on now. Yeah. I don't miss being that age though, because it's terrifying. Like it I was terrifying. terrified all the time that what like was... I was just going to choose wrong, like, and right. then be shunned for the rest of my life. Right. I also remember I being know back. How we weren't shunned because of our hair. Well, God, yeah, that was a terrible choice. Yeah, we had well, we had like 90210 and friends and we had like a lot of cool hairstyles, though. Maybe not so cool now, but I think we had like a lot of cool hairstyles. Like I was like working for me. I know. Rave and a lot of Aquanet. That's what we had. I rocked the perm. The perm was strong with this is you guys. I could do nothing. Straight as straw. And I the heck out of I look like a like a poodle. For most of my high school, please bring perms back. Someone no. listening, no, yes. oh, zero perms, perms are back. so good. They're not, not good. I wanted freaking curly I hair. See I wanted curly people. hair so bad. No, my mom permed my hair. I can't even tell you how many times. And no. every single time, it like fried it. But both of my girls have naturally curly freaking hair. Of course, that's the way it goes. It. That's the way it goes. Grass is always greener, right? Ladies? All right. It is always grass is always greener. All right. My actually hair, my hair got um, curly like later in life after like I went through hormones and pregnancy. Okay. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. 
Cheers. I'm so glad that you Cheers. guys are here. I've got my Florida in the cup. I see wine. I see wine. I see like a nice refreshing cup of something. Oh, <laughs> we won't discuss the contents of this yeah. delightful liquid. It looks like water and, and something yummy and refreshing. That's right. Exactly. That's right. It's not. So Star, we're so happy that you're here. And um, this is Nikki and um, and Ginger. We've already met over the phone. So hi. Hi. Talk about like going shopping with your kids and like that was like a cluster for me. And yeah. And we got home and we had my husband ended up reorganizing what he thought would be a good way to reorganize the teenager's closet. And I got there and I was like, what's happening? And he's like, I reorganized everything. Doesn't it look perfect? I'm like, everybody out, out like right now. Everybody leave. This is not happening. And so filled with graphic tees. No shit. No. It was not done the way that I probably would have done it. It wasn't. Yeah. So I, I, I reorganized it. But you are like the organized. You're the clutter whisperer, right? Clutter whispers. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR, ASMR. So you, you would have been on my side about that. So totally. Well, I've actually done the same thing to my boyfriend. Like I try as much as I can to have good boundaries, but it took like two months of begging for him to let me do his his like amour. I'm like, can I please? I can add so much value. I you like. <laughs> It's like you're living with a diamond and yet you continue to pick up a rock. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. And he finally was like, me. it just has to be his idea, right? Like God bless men and it needing to be their idea. My husband, he lives like a college student where there's like piles of stuff in corners. Not that all college people have stuff on the floor, but that's just what I'm going to say. That's what he was doing in college. So he's yeah, exactly. Guy. Right. He is the same guy. So he's like, you moved my something or other. I'm like, it was on the floor in the corner. Well, it needs to be there. No, it does not need to be there. It needs to be in the closet. Like I I grew up in a household where my mom liked her stuff. Like my mom had like four dressers in one bedroom because some kid might want it and she might need to give it to someone. She's just a super generous hearted person, but I grew up with a lot of stuff. So I have this crazy threshold for being around clutter and it not stressing me out. Like I don't even notice it when I walk into people's houses, unless you have paid me and said, please turn on your magical power. I won't like, I'm just like, I'm just a person in your house. Right. But it's funny. Cause my boyfriend, he doesn't need, he doesn't want or need anything. And so I'm like all about just letting you have your experience. And like, cause it's not a problem unless you think it's a problem. Cause that's right. just the truth of it. Like I keep my stuff the way I keep it. And it is tricky with some of the shared spaces, but for the most part, it's like, I'm just like, Oh, go, you know, fly your freak flag and be who you are. Because, but what cracks me up is like, my office has had to be in here because we've got a a friend staying with us in the guest room. Oh my God. All I do is follow him around when he leaves in the morning with like systems. Like he's like, Oh, I like the new hamper here. And I'm like, yeah, is it working? Is it good? But it works. Why are there still piles in the ground? Like what's going on? I just silently like what he needs and slip it in there. I need to do that. I did that with my husband actually, because he would have like all the stuff all over the bathroom counter and we have like five deodorants, three mouthwash. I'm like, why, why do you need multiple of the same thing? And then he's like, but I need it all right here on the counter. I'm like, you really don't. You could probably put it underneath the cupboard. But then I open up the cupboard underneath the sink and he's like a bathroom consumer hoarder. Like he's got all kinds of products that he's like, like he's like squirreling away. And so I'm like, all right, there's no more room underneath there. So I was like, here's a basket put it on the counter, put all, if all your shit can go in that basket and just, and he's like, fine. And I'm like, well, I mean, it makes me feel better because then your shit's not, you know, getting into my shit. So I, I can't, you are way better than I am. Is it working? I, How long have you been doing that? I've been doing it for years. Oh, actually. it's working. Can we talk yeah. about the empty shit? 
that gets left on the counter or underneath the counter. Like, really? Why do we have empty bottles or empty? Or the centimeter of lotion left, Nikki? Right. Like, just a tiny bit? <laughs> exactly. That makes I me know. crazy. Why? Why do they do that? Um, so, so tell us a little bit about how you got into, how did you become the clutter whisperer? Because, I mean, just, it's, that's so intriguing. I'm like, how, like, how can I, how can I join your ranks? <laughs> like, <laughs> how can I be a part of the club? <laughs> join the club. So it feels, I be, yeah, I wanted to be a nun. Which is rando? No, when I was like a kid, I just knew I was spiritual. I had this thing where I was like, there's something like something in me just knew that I needed to like be connected to spirit all the time. And then when I like went about my life, I thought, oh, I'll be a journalist or I'll do this. And I ended up going into acting and hated it. I just was not a fan. Like I felt like a performing monkey that it was like, I'll say the same line 50 times in a row while smiling and being as skinny as possible. Like it was exhausting. (laughs) So that lasted like two years. And then if friends started, just started asking me, they, you know, they're like, wow, you're so organized. Can you help us? And it just, it's one of those things where I feel like my purpose found me and thank God. Cause you know, I didn't, I was just, I remember just saying like, I just want to know what, what I love, what is it that I'm here to do? And the minute that I said yes to this, I mean, it's like within two years I was on TV shows and I was, I had a full client roster. And it was just one of those things where I think when you're doing the thing you're supposed to do, the universe rises up and just like meets you there. Um, and, and I, because I'm so spiritual and I'm not like a religious person or, you know, it's like, I just am someone who believes that like, we're all one and like, There's a lot of beautiful energy like that. Yeah. To me, the Did you know we're like that? We're all totally like that. Yeah, we oh, are kind I of woo-woo like that. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. Did you know that Did we were all like that? woo-woo-y? That is awesome. I love it. You guys yeah. were like scared when I said I wanted to be a nun. You were like, shit, get her out No, here. I was surprised <laughs> no. because I've no. never met anyone that said I wanted to be a nun, let alone, and then changed my mind. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. I totally, and- Yeah. And you like changed it on your own. It wasn't like somebody else changed your mind. Cause you always hear about that in the movies. You're like, I was going to be a nun, but then there was a boy, you know, it was like, you, you were like, I found the movies or like what you saw on TV, like in the courtroom. Dun, dun, dun. Shush. But you know, you were like, I found a different calling. The clutter was calling me. You were like, I, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's like, pretty catchy. Yeah. The, the clutter was calling. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy because I started organizing and I mean, look, organizing is just fun and it feels good because you get this dopamine hit and like this, like all these good chemicals that just pop out from making categories and completing things. And so like, who wouldn't, if you get into it without beating the shit out of yourself, which is what most people do and why they hate organizing. Like if you get to that part, it's actually really enjoyable. But what I noticed is it's like, suddenly I had x-ray vision for people and their lives. Like I could walk into their home and I could tell who was on the brink of divorce, who was madly in love, who were the pants in the family, who was in financial chaos just by their physical spaces. Yeah. I saw that on your TED talk. The whole TED talk about that. That was really cool. Thanks. Yeah. It was like, it's really, it's like wild to have this kind of superpower, but again, I don't turn it on unless someone asks me, unless they're like, what do you say? I'm like, no, it's not coming on unless you want it. Cause that's like, you know, it's, it's rude. It's like looking at someone naked. If you have x-ray vision, like keep your eyes to yourself, lady. Thank you. I used to have, (laughs) right. I used to have a friend of mine that was like really into like presentation and dress and makeup and hair. And she'd be like, Hmm you need to do something with those eyebrows. Like those are just not doing it for me. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you need to either start penciling them in or you need to start, you know, I was like, I, I over tweezed and over, you know, waxed back in the day. And now they're like zero eyebrows. So you're that's like, like, you know, there's a great codependence anonymous might be a great place right? to go for the unsolicited advice column that you seem to be spending a lot of time. 
Exactly. So how did, so how do you find your clients? Like how were they just like friends and family and like, how did that, how did that, and then how did you get on TV? Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so clients found me, so I'd find clients and they'd find me, but it's mostly one of those things where it's either word of mouth or through a reputable organization, like the national association of productivity and organizing specialists, because, you know, you don't want some creeper coming into your house to help you organize. So they, then it's napo.net and they have an incredible database. You just go and plug in your zip code and it'll pull up everybody in your area. You choose the specialties. So most of my clients came from there. Then it came from like Yelp, but now it's mostly, you know, through the Ted talk, that I did or the TEDx talk and, and just online. Cause I, with COVID, I switched to all online offerings. So I do online classes and I have a membership and I love it so much. I do not want to stop. Like it's blowing my mind, right. but, um, the TV is, you know, it's kind of like, I wanted to be a nun where like, it just kind of happened. Like every time I've gotten a TV show, they always call me out of nowhere. Like I remember when the Tyra Banks show called, I completely thought someone was pranking me for sure. <laughs> like I walked Pause. down and said to my boyfriend, I was like, the Tyra Banks show just called. I wonder when D's going to come back and call me. <laughs> I was like, who is, and then I got an email from like at Tyra TV. And I was like, Oh God, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm glad I wasn't an asshole on the phone, you know, but, um, but it's yeah, almost, just, it's almost like you were being punked or something. You're like, who's punking me, right? Like who's universe, universe <laughs> like step into your power. So when you find a client, you know, whether it's word of mouth or through, um, you know, however you find them, like when you, when you first meet with them, especially since it's like, obviously mostly virtual, you know, how do you like, do you, do you have, do you, do you, I'm thinking, do you like zoom with them? And you're like, walk me to the bathroom, walk me to the bathroom, walk me to the closet. And then how does that work? Open that cabinet. Exactly. Open that now, now slower, slow, a little slower and lower. (laughs) It's like it branches into like, you know, phone porn. Um, so so, your other side hustle. Yeah, it should be ladies. This unbuttons. (laughs) Hold on. Um, well, so, you know, a lot of times, and even when I go to people's homes, most people are terrified to have me in their home. They are, they have been beating themselves up about their clutter for so long and they feel so marginalized by it. And, And so they're terrified that I'm going to either not take them as a client. I'm going to fire them. I'm going to judge them. I'm going to run screaming from their house. And so honestly, almost every time the first hour is talky talky, because you need to know that I am not dangerous and I'm not going to judge you and that you're safe. And I need you to know that I'm a human who's totally on your side. So the first bit can be sitting and talking and just like getting like venting in the way it's like, just take this pressure off. And then we normally do a tour of the house. And it depends, you know, I have clients who we've met for months online and they never show me their house because they're not ready. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So we just, we talk strategy and other people are like, I sent you 5,000 pictures in your sleep last night (laughs) and this is my color coded Pinterest board. And you're like, wow, I will have to like sort through all this and get back with you in a month. (laughs) Have you ever been in a situation where you're like, what the hell did I walk into? Yes. One Can I back out? <laughs> so rarely, because like, there's no level of clutter that will scare me. Like there just isn't like, so like I quarters walk, is not, not at all. Like that doesn't scare me at all. Like I can walk in and you can have goat trails. I'm like, and even I've even seen like dead rodents and stuff. Like, you know, it's like yeah. you see a lot in this industry and I'm sure like, you do. Right. Yeah. So, so it takes a lot. And really I don't, I don't judge. I totally, my, I am like a giant compassionate heart. That's my entire job is to be a loving presence. You think we're here to organize. I know I'm here to love you into loving yourself. That's my job. So when we come in and we're, you know, we're evaluating, nothing really freaks me out, except there was one client who (laughs) some of her pictures went to my spam 
And so she had sent me like three different emails with pictures and I only got one of them. Hmm. So I show up to her house and the job, I was like, oh yeah, we can totally do this in four hours. No problem. She's like, great, fantastic. I show up and I'm, I was like, I'm missing something. And we start working and she's like, you said four hours. I was like, I didn't get all this information. And she's like, I sent it to you. And so it was, it was just because it went to spam, but I was like, it was, she was pissed. I was like, so dejected. I was like, I failed her. You know, but like, (laughs) it's only if I don't have the, if I don't feel like I've been set up for success, you know? Sure. Live and learn. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you ever feel like when you're out since you have this vibey vibe and we're kind of vibey here, right? We're talking about that. We vibe. Do you feel like that when you're out in the world and not in people's places? Like, I'm sure you'd be able to feel people in a way that maybe you don't want to when you're just out, like being a normal person. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what's, what's interesting. So I've done a lot of different modalities. So I, I'm a certified advanced theta healer and, you know, I've just, I've been down the energy tube for my whole life basically. And so I'll never forget going to Europe and it was a year and a half ago. So 2019. And I'd never been to Italy and I was there with my boyfriend who was Italian, which was, is by the way, I highly recommend if you can get an Italian boyfriend and see Italy that way, it's just that way. I'm on it. I'm on it. (laughs) Jump on that. But like, you know, what was crazy is I haven't never been to Italy before. And all I kept getting was spiritual hits. Like I would be walking through, like, I'd be like, oh, we're going to a theater today. No, not a theater. Like in America, like a gladiator theater where people died and shit got weird. So like I'd walk in there and all of the spiritual like hits would come over my body. And I would just have to start like turning the energy over. I would just be doing healing almost everywhere we went. Like the hotels we were at, like I'd have people coming to my sleep and I was like, you guys, I just really want to be on vacation right now. Can I not be working? So sometimes like I get like really big hits, but Um, and it depends. Yeah. Like, and I'll get, I'll get things all the time, you know, I'll get crazy insights. Does that happen to you? I know that is cool. Does that happen to you when you walk into like a closet where you can just like feel like where like they're like clutter? Don't you think like clutter is sometimes like a mental thing? It's like, there's actually something else packed. What? Yeah. It's like heavy, like a lot of heaviness. Yeah. Yeah. Like where you walk into a closet and you're like, well, you don't necessarily have, because it sounds like you can mesh both worlds. It's kind of like, Okay, I can see that your um, purses are a giant cluster fuck, but that might not be necessarily a problem. <laughs> like, hey, that's what I told you. I know. <laughs> I'm not naming names, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, totally. So, I have this belief that every single area in the home, like every single room in the home corresponds with a chakra and a different part of your life. And so if you look at it in, and they can vary house to house. So like the, the kitchen, for example, is often the heart, right? That makes sense. It's where everybody gathers and where we're nourished in our, in our heart space. Um, the bedroom is like the, the sacral chakra, right? That's like, like our sexual space, our self-care, the office can be the root. So there's like different, you know, there's different connecting points. And then you've got the objects, which in some ways are more like archetypes, right? Like for those of us who are spiritually minded, it's like, so you might have like a nurturer, you might have a cheerleader, you might have, you know, a warrior, you might have a reminder. And so the question is always like, what area of my life does this room represent? And then the next question is like, how is this object serving me? Because there is like, there are patterns and we're looking for those patterns. And there really is like, there's ley lines in our house. There's, you know, there's a lot going on here. And so that's actually what the, I'm developing a class right now called the meaning of stuff. And that's all that is, is teaching people how to interpret that. And I'm working on a book too, all about that, because 
you know, I do it intuitively, but it doesn't have to be intuitive. Like I just keep getting messages of like, it's like this, try that. <laughs> so it's really fun. Cause it is, it's fascinating to see our homes are speaking on behalf of us. Yeah. That's I, I want you to come to my house and I want all the negative stuff out. Like I want all negativity out of my house. And then I want to like do whatever I can to like place objects in places to like keep, you know, the negative out. That's what I was like looking into a little bit. So do you have any suggestions about that? Yeah. Well, one of the things to think about too, Jocelyn is like, it's, you know, like I think when Marie Kondo got here, everybody's like, oh, thank God. If it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. Like my taxes don't spark joy. I'm not getting rid of them. Like right, my, right. for seven years, my fat bras do not spark joy, but thanks pandemic. I'm not getting rid of them either right now. Like, it's like <laughs> right. There's a few things. So we have to kind of ask ourselves, is this serving my greater path? Right. So some things don't feel good and we have to get rid of them. Right. It is a, it is a process of like, I think the most important thing is defining where you're going, like defining where you're going, meaning not even just what, where do I want to be in five to 10 years, but like, what soul path am I on? Like, I know for me, a big part of my soul path right now is having like taking care of myself. I'm a natural caretaker. I want to take care of everybody else. I end up resentful, pissed off bringing my own I create chaos to be too busy to allow myself to be of service to them instead of just saying, it's not a good time for me. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm taking a bath. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I just want to like go and do nothing. Thank you. But like trying to figure out, okay, what soul lessons are you here to learn? And then how, how do you only curate your home to have stuff that supports you in that, whether it feels good or bad? Cause like, you know, my sister died 10, 11 years ago and I've got a box of VHS tapes that break my heart. Like yeah. they literally gut me and I, I'm not ready yet. I'm just not ready. And it's okay to not be ready. You just need to like, make sure it's not a landmine in your freaking living room, killing right. you every time you walk by it. I That's would say so everything in my house pays rent. I have however many square feet. This is how much it costs. If you want to live here, no matter what you are, you're paying however much rent that is per square foot. And that helps me throw things away because I'm oh, like, fuck I you. I love that ginger. Yeah. I love you that. You can steal it. Pretend it was yours. No, I love- it's great. I will, I will tell you. It helps me for someone yeah. who's like, oh, you table, you're a rip off just sitting there storage charges. Sorry. Totally. No, ahead, I, no, no. I was going to say like back to like, I'm sorry about your sister. And I like can relate with that a little bit. Um, You know, like I remember a long time ago, this is like years ago, like maybe over a decade, you know, my grandma passed away and I remember them, you know, giving us artifacts of her, not artifacts, but you know, things, items of, from her house, they put them in a box. I called it like the dead grandma box. Like not to be like, that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's, what it is. It, yes. that's literally what it was. So I was like, but it literally, and I, I packed it with me and took it from Michigan to Florida. And it, I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm like, I'm not ready to go through it. And then I literally just went through it literally like a few weeks ago. I mean, it's been over a decade that I've had this box and you're just, you have to do it when you're ready. And it, but it was great because all these items, items that I found in there were items that were like, oh, I can put this here and this is going to be a memory and I'm going to put it here and it's going to be a memory, you know? So, and it worked. There's something about divine timing. You know, I think when we wait, if there's this assumption that we should have done it yesterday, I'm supposed to have a, a clean house today or tomorrow or yesterday, or, you know, during the pandemic, it was, we have this high expectation on ourselves. And the truth is that things have to play out in their own time. Like I remember when I left California, I, so I got rid of like everything right before the, the pandemic and became a digital nomad right before the world went into lockdown. Nice. Been Good timing. Fun, by the way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> to have no roots during a pandemic. I'm like, fantastic. But you know, like, but basically one of the things that I was 
tearing with is I always wanted a family and I, no matter how much sex I had, you guys, I just never had one. It's so weird. You know, I couldn't, I didn't have one and, and it really broke my heart. But when I left California, I had this box where I'd collect things for my daughter that I just like was just collecting things and, and I couldn't get rid of it. And I really fought with myself, fought with myself. Not too long ago, I meditated. Spirit was like, you're not supposed to have kids in this lifetime. I got up. I moved everything to a different place. I put it into a gifts box. I gave it to a friend. I took it to like donation and that, and I took the label off of, you know, that said her name and I put instead gifts and I put it in a different location. And I was like, like, and it took me five minutes and there weren't giant tears and there weren't total chaos that there would have been a year ago because I waited till the right time. So there is power in just saying, okay, show me when it's the right time. Like sometimes it's okay that our bathroom is a mess because we need that mess to feel safe or we need that mess because we're not, because that mess is more comfortable than having to have the conversation with our partner and say, yeah, I kind of want to suffocate you with the pillow in your sleep. Okay. <laughs> like, like you might like die. It's not great. So I'm going to go with murder. Exactly. <laughs> murder <laughs> <I'm> not sure. <laughs> Or it's like, it's like, what about when you like mad clean, you know, it's like when you're oh, mad yeah. cleaning, oh my God, like that's everybody like, else is sitting around on their asses. Yeah. And, and you know, mad yeah. cleaning, you mean like cleaning and being angry about it? No, like you're mad. No, like, like both, you're like off. you're pissed off. So you clean and, you right. know, go through things because you're like having a moment and you're like, I found myself like cleaning and it's like, why am I cleaning? And it, it, it's, it's like cathartic, right? So you have like a wave of endorphins or whatever your serotonin level. And you're cussing everybody out under your breath while you're scrubbing the floor. Right. But <laughs> I, wow. I do not have you. that experience. Well, I've also like, cl- I've also cleaned and been mad about cleaning too. Cause I have boys and they piss all over. So like the toilets Fair. are disgusting. Like, I'm like, God damn it. What? Can't you just get that one thing in this giant bowl? Like what? You know, like, and then once it's clean, it's like dirty 30 seconds later. I'm like, ah, I'm not cleaning it. Forget it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> totally. I go like, wild down the hyper-focused route. Like I, there's nothing more fun than like going super deep down the hyper-focused world, like where it's like, I just need to scan every picture I own into my computer or like organize everything. And it's like such a, it feels so good, man. Like sometimes it's just like the hit. I mean, you know, I could have done drugs, but instead I do organizing. (laughs) I think it's great to go deep. I think it's so great. I have to tell you, you bring up a really good point. All the photos, 4,000 photos on my phone gives me anxiety. And then I'm like, I got to back it up. Oh my God, I got to back it up. I got to get on my computer and then I got to back it up. And then like I have a massive amount of um, anxiety. Like, how do you fix that? Like, like help me fix it. I'm taking <laughs> pictures now. <laughs> that's me. I'm like, I think I have like when other parents have video and 10 pictures, I have nothing or like one picture after. What do you mean? So you have zero pictures? I mean, kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm noticing that I'm that guy. Yeah. You're that I don't guy. take a lot of pictures. You're going to give your kids a complex when they're older. <laughs> I don't have zero. Other people take pictures and send them to me. I like to live in the moment, yes. but I know that you having a lot of pictures means a lot to you. You're very good about that. You make like memory books for your kids. Yeah. They deserve then, that. That's awesome. But then what, you know, like, how do you, how do you organize that then if you go all digital? Yeah. So it's, that's like a whole, we could do a whole hour on that ladies. Okay. Like that's, yeah. it's, it's like a total, I mean, there's an entire industry devoted just to photo organizing. Like I'm not, I have never even tiptoed into that world because it's their own thing. But what I, what I know to be true is like, like if you have stuff cloud-based, you still want it backed up somewhere else, like a hard drive. Okay. And okay. you do also have to manage your anxiety because the truth is that we could lose everything. Like 
I know it's not probable, but it is online and things happen all the time. And we don't, we're assuming that this magic in the sky works all the time and that their backup servers and backup servers work. And, you know, the truth is we would be okay. Even if we didn't have the pictures, it would be sad and hard, but we did it for a long time before. But so part of it is managing that anxiety of like just being present to it. So you don't cover behavior to hide it. Right. Right. But then the other thing is, so you want to like have it, you know, on the cloud, have it backed up to a hard drive. Yeah. And I personally, so with old stuff, I like doing it by years because, and then I like kind of naming, I mean, it's like the good old days, right. Where you take it and get your like little film envelope. And then you could say like Disneyland and now everything's right. like enmeshed. <laughs> like, right. So, so now it's just kind of like, you might even just say 20, you know, 20, whatever, 20, you know, it's like, and I'll sometimes even just pull things that are super important to me. Cause like I have random pictures of freaking food and parking signs and like, yeah. I thought you were going to say, that's what was important to you. Like I need to do what's important to me. I have random pictures of food. I'm like, that's, what's important. I'm like, shit, I have no pictures of food. Right. No, no, but like all the other stuff, like the important, like, Oh, this is the wedding. This is, it sometimes helps to pull the most important things first and just get those. Cause the truth is a lot of them we don't need. And if they're in a folder system on your computer named properly, you can find it, you know? Yeah. If you're not me, then that would like work. I'm like terrible. Like I somehow get it from the phone, the computer and I put it someplace, but you know, then it ends up in like other places and I'm like, I can't find it, you know, but with Nikki, like I want to bring up her because she has like this weird, not weird, but your purse theory. Like she was like, you can tell a lot about a person's purse, right? If you open up the purse and like how organized, is that true? Could you, you want to ask? What's your theory, Nikki? That it's like indicative of how your life is like my purse is a freaking cluster. So it's just very unorganized. It's just random shit. Like, I feel like I need it. Like, I feel like I need little packets of Motrin or <laughs> fingernail clippers or tweezers or whatever. It's like your you know, go bag for the zombie this. apocalypse. You're Pretty like, much. I need to go at yeah, any kind moment. of my, my knife, my, you know, <laughs> your gun. I mean, I just, know. yeah, well, I need a bigger purse, but yeah. <laughs> Mary Poppins, Nikki. You're like, I'm prepared for everything. No, but there's all, there's garbage in there too. Like there's like, you know, where I, where, okay, I'll have to rip off a piece of paper. If I'm sitting somewhere where I can't like, just, you know, spit the gum out of my mouth, I'll rip off a little piece of paper off of a envelope or something and fold it up and put it in my purse, you know, cause I can't throw it away at that moment. And then it just sits there. Cause I forget about it. So it's kind of gross when I'm, <laughs> that's really gross. I'm not joking. Like that. it's wrapped up in paper. Still gross. Still gross. <laughs> open and stick to stuff does it ever like make friends no yeah see no this is like one way that the fashion industry is like a little bit fucking us because like okay how long (laughs) a little bit i like that you made that one word you're like a little bit fucking us. like how long have we had purses and how long have purses just been this giant hole that you just throw shit like right i'm sorry the bigger the purse the more shit Yeah. Like make some dividers, create some pockets, like make a little space where we put our makeup and then like one for first aid stuff and like a place for like without right. being a bomb bag. Exactly. Right. Yes. I want compartments and I want it labeled. So it's like, this is where all my band-aids are and my hand sanitizer and maybe some like, I don't know, ointment for boo-boos, you know, and then I, I want to compartments. Place- They're all they're use- yeah, but they're useless compartments. Like it's almost like a man developed the bag, like the internal part of the bag. And it's not really like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, sorry. the categories are specific, right? Like, like, so for, for some people, it depends on how your brain works because some people like their categories need to, like for me, I need a lot of categories. I need like, I need to know. And they, and I don't mind if I have like four little toiletries bags in there or even Ziplocs that everything's labeled and I know what it is. Oh, this is makeup. This is 
office stuff. This is like, whatever it is that makes sense to my brain, but some people are allergic to putting things back. And so if your brain is like allergic to putting things back, (laughs) yeah, you need systems that are open. Like you need like no barrier, like just put it in My purse is the cup holder in my car or my pocket. It That's is. it. That's my purse. Oh my this God. My purse right now. Yeah. It's also my wallet. See, and- that's my daughter. Like she carries her phone with the little, you know, she's got her cards in it in the back. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. Where do you, you put know? your chapstick? You can't, there's nothing to put your chapstick in on those things. And you're- right here. <laughs> right in the cleavage. And I'm like, how do right, you not watch lose this. your keys? Hearing act. Hold on. <laughs> Amazing. And, and there's nothing to see here, folks. There's <laughs> nothing to see. It's awkward when you've you practiced to- that before. I was going to say, well, you're like, this. yeah, you're like, wait, I have to, I need some chapstick. Hold on guys. You know, that's like the that's the awkward part. It's yeah. like around my chapstick. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone? Yeah, please. Yeah. Where do you put your gum? I don't want to know. I don't want to know where like, the gum goes. I haven't even tapped into the side pockets here, ladies. It just <laughs> goes for days. Like I need that kind of a bra. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just, thanks mom and dad for the giant compartment that you gave me at birth. <laughs> I just bought yes. a new bra for the first time since this pandemic. I just don't like dealing like the shopping. I've been doing all online shopping this whole time. And I know I'm just used to it. Cause I'm too lazy. Buying bras online is the absolute worst thing. What did you go through ginger? Like you name it. Like my finally landed. What is it? I'm going to try that. I did something through some, it's all like Facebook, Facebook, Facebook things, Nordstrom's Macy's something. So bare necessities. necessities, Like, okay. So I have 32 G boobs. Okay. That's annoying as hell because you, there are no cute boobs or no, no cute bras for my boobs. I don't walk into the store and they're like, this beautiful lacy thing. You're like, you want the one for grandma or grandpa? I don't have good options. I was saying I can relate, but I was a 42 double D and had a reduction. Yeah. Wow. That sucked because at oh. the time I couldn't, there were no tops. Yeah. Like the cute bathing suit tops. Forget it. Forget it. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Now at least they're starting to like speak to, they're starting to speak to us. Cause it is, it's exhausting. I'm like, I just want something that fits that they're not spilling out all over. Right. But I, swear, I could like have a second career is like a bra fitter. Like I'll come over ginger really? and I'll fit you. Okay. So yeah, like they're so unwieldy. I, and then they change right. If I'm on my period or if I drop 10 pounds or like, there's even if I'm super skinny, they never go away. They're just totally can't say this enough. I have to tell you are overrated Jocelyn. Okay. I was going to say my boobs are like literally skin bags and a nipple after I breastfed three children. So, and I was not going to have any children and, and my boobs were fantastic and I gained weight. They were full. I lost weight. They were perfect. Now they're just, you know, they like, were useful though, Jocelyn. They were I know. Mine are just fun bags. I don't know. That's all their job is. They'll close and be fun. That's their job. Fun bags, but not fun for you. Right. No, it's a lot of work to carry these it around. Is. It's a lot of work, but yeah, like I swear. So bra ginger bare necessities. They have people on there who will like help you find the right fit. They will like their return policy is stellar. Like it's cool. Awesome. And they have bathing suits. So well. how, so back to like clutter, how do you organize? <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, this is great. How do you, how do you help someone who is like, you know, like, like you said, the armoire or like your dresser or like you have like, let's say you have people that are like obsessed with bras or you're obsessed with like socks or like I work out. So I have like a lot of workout clothes. Like, how do you, if you were like, you walked in, like, give us a couple tips, right? So like, what's a couple, like, what's a couple things we could implement in to like our closets, 
our dressers, our bras. Yeah. One of the things that's super vital is I think most people, when they land in their houses, they don't set intention, right? We all just moved. You packed up wherever you were living. Most people are not moving out of the joy of life. It's just kind of like this happened. And then you like slide into home base, like totally stressed out. And you're like, just put it anywhere. And then you pass out. So we end up like 10 years later, looking around being like, oh God, who set this up? A drunk person? Yeah. Right. It actually was a drunk person. It was was actually It was actually me drinking because I just moved and I can't deal with it. Tired and drunk. Not a good combination. You just nailed that. That was exactly it. Tired, drunk, and hungry. (laughs) Hangry. Yeah. So like the first thing I say is set your intention because so a lot of times we're living in a wardrobe, for example, that's not really for us. Like, so if you look around, so y'all are moms, right? Like, are you wearing your five inch stilettos? Uh, Probably not. Like, will you? Probably not. Like, no, but my eight-year-old will. (laughs) It's true. Totally. Then they go into like the play, the play zone, right? It's like trying to figure out, okay, well, who am I today? And what, how do I want to look and dress and feel, especially for us as women, this is our power zone. This is how you present yourself to the world. Like in your bedroom, it's all about how you replenish yourself, but the closet is all about how you show yourself the way you express yourself. And so you really want to set that intention of like, okay, I am someone who wants to live in yoga pants. I am someone like, I'm someone who wants to live in dresses. Yeah. Like I want to dress every single day. It's like a weird thing about me. I could wear a dress every single day and I don't even own pajamas. Like my wardrobe is very, like I travel and I'm like, I don't understand what I wear to bed right now. That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah. It's like, I'm like yoga workout clothes is sleeping a workout thing. Um, but like, you just kind of have to know yourself and settle into that truth. Like take time to actually plan. And the truth is when it comes to organizing your closet, the first thing I tell people to do is shop. Like, which is super random because people think, oh, I've got to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Why aren't you getting rid of stuff? Because you don't have the stuff you need. You're holding on all the crap you don't need because you're like, well, that janky pair of jeans is better than no jeans. And so the best thing you can do is actually sit down. I always say, make a Pinterest board make a Pinterest board for how you want to dress, how you want to look. You can shop from your closet, decide what stays. Okay, great. These feel great. These work. And then literally go buy the things that you're missing Buy the great bra, buy the great underwear, buy the great pants. Like there's a few things that we have to have dialed in and then you can come back through and play, but it's setting that intention is so important because we're all kind of in this reevaluation phase of our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes so much sense. I'm like, I'm vibing with you because now I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go in and I'm be like, yeah, you're out. Nope. You're in. Nope. You're out, you know, and just go in. And then I'm going to have to be like, I star said I had to go shopping just so we yeah. know, like it's my homework. So you I should. The vision. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of like throwing away. I know that there's people who are like, oh, if you can't wear it, get rid of it. I'm sorry. I have $250 J brand jeans that are tailored to my body. I'm not getting rid of them. They will right. always look good. And if they're the style's <laughs> not right, I'll have them tailored. Like right. it's, so there are certain things like I have a box of skinny clothes and I have a box of heavy clothes and I normally live somewhere in the middle. And right. so I have these other places to dip and I'm not keeping an entire closet full, but you, like I said, buying bras is a real pain in the ass. So I don't get rid of those. Cause I'm like, you'll come in handy later right. <laughs> during the next. Right. Pandemic I think shutdown. we all have a bra that's like 10, 15, 20 years old. I do. It's terrible. Not you, maybe you know, I don't. Sorry, you maybe don't, but I do because I'm like, I might need this. But then I only also only have like two bras. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly like I live in sports bras and that's super lame. I mean, that's like not helpful for anybody, really. Not my boobs awesome. or You're my heart. Yeah. No, Jocelyn, it's so good for your boobs. Your yeah. boobs are so happy. They're so happy. They're joggy. 
<laughs> I go from like thong to grandma underwear. Like I need somewhere in between and then I need to, I need to like organize that too. But anyways, I gotta get my, like, I gotta get my, my sexy back. Best, Sorry. Yeah, bring it. One of my friends said the best advice I ever gave her was to not fold her underwear. She was like, Oh, you've set me free from a lifetime of servitude to my underwear. <laughs> I'm like, Why? Like, I just throw it in. It's like, just throw it in there by color or however you search for it. But I actually went a couple of years ago and just got rid of all my underwear. And then I just bought a ton of the one style that I really liked. Cause I've got like Santa belly and no, butt. <laughs> so like, it's a very specific underwear that works for me, <laughs> but you found it. That's what matters. Just, right? Right. So everything else goes away and that's what I have. And then it takes, it's kind of like how they say for the ADHD brain, like sometimes takeaways to take away your options, right? Like don't have 50 different pairs of socks, have one pair of socks, like, and then you always grab, you never have to fold it. You don't have to do anything. That's like what I do. I just buy the same socks from Amazon, like every three months and I, th- they're crap. I throw away the ones with holes. They're the same ones. That's it. Those are them. See Nikki, no more options for you. You get right. one style of sock, one color. That's it. Your shirt, one mo two. You have like a winter sock and a summer sock. Like you can have like, like a, like a, we live in Florida. Sock. There's no winter. Oh yeah. So it's just- a flip flop. <laughs> it's a flip flop or sock. <laughs> workout sock for me, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. What, t- tell us a little bit more about that because you're talking to two people that might, might relate a little bit more than I do. I have some children that have ADHD. So, you know, giving them options, like I don't fold anything. I'm like, this is where the underwear goes. This is where your pajamas go. And ha- just getting them to, to organize like the clean clothes and put it away. I don't ask to fold. I don't ask them to do anything. I just, this is the drawer it goes in. Like give them some tips too, because you know, the ADHD brain and the ADD brain can be a little like, you know, overwhelming because there's like 20 bajillion different things going on in my head at one time. So it's very, very overwhelming. It's like, I don't even know where to begin. So, right. Well, and this, and I have to say like the ADHD brain is amazing. It's magical. It literally, totally. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, shout out to ADHD brains for not fitting into the regular no, I have size ADD. containers. I don't have the hyperactivity oh, part. I wish I did. They call everything ADHD now. Yeah, they, they do. Do. I'm so grateful. Like I feel like Ginger, I'm so grateful for the ADHD brains and the ADD brains that don't go to conform because like my brain totally fits our school system and this and this, and I am not a big thinker. I'm not going to be someone who's creating things that change the world. And you will like, that's just the magic of it. The unfortunate part is that our society is not speaking to you in most of the self-help books and most like 80% of what's out there and written is not speaking for the ADD or ADHD brain. And so people oftentimes are going and kids, especially with school, they're going around and they're being shown all of these tools that should be easy for them. And then they're not. And then you spend the greater part of how many years beating the crap out of yourself until you come into your own. Right. And it's so freaking hard. So just know that. And like you said, your ADD is different than anyone else's. There's a kid I was working with and her parents were complaining. Oh, she's so disorganized. She's so disorganized. And I went in there and I worked with her for a couple hours and I went back to them and I said, she's actually incredibly organized. You're not making it clear enough for her. She doesn't need three toy compartments. She needs 12. Unless you give her 12, it's just not worth doing. And so you have to find out how their brain works and know that it's different than anyone else and really build a system around that and then really support them you know, support them in knowing that it's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Your brain is a superpower just because the world is built for this one specific type. They just did that because it's too hard to subset, you know, right. 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 And cheaper. It's cheaper. Totally. Yeah. Just do it for one, you know, yeah. it works. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's like a really good point, though. I mean, I have a I have my son who has ADHD. It's not hyperactivity, though. He's like got the non hyper and the ADHD. And like sometimes I'm just like, oh, why are what, your pajamas are like right there? Like, why can they not go here? You know, and I finally was just like, this just his brain doesn't work that way. So I'm not going to make him feel bad. And I, I think supporting him and knowing that it's like you're going to be asked to do things that are not in alignment with how you would do things. And it's still really valid and important that you find ways that your brain likes to do it. And then even maybe for you as his parent to advocate, like, look, he has a very different brain structure. So maybe instead of doing it that way, this is a way that's worked out that he seems to be doing it better. Cause there, you know, there are little tricks like you, when it comes to the, you know, certain styles of the ADHD brain, you don't want them to have to open up a door to put something away. You just yeah. want it open and free. And like, there's yeah. no step between them and what they need to get or put away. And the more that you can solve what that is and help them learn that they're also finding that out. Like you're basically teaching them to give themselves helpers throughout life. It's yeah. not like a crutch. You're just saying like, Oh, you always lose your keys when you walk in. Well, we're going to put this giant hot pink dish right by the door. Nikki. And yeah, like that's where you put it. I don't lose my keys though. <laughs> that's one thing I'm good with. I'm sorry. With my keys. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I apologize. No, but no, no that's, that's a good idea. It's, yeah. It's just, it's just finding, finding, coming up with strategies that really work instead of doing the status quo. And like, in some ways it's like, fuck how things look like screw having a Pinterest home that looks like color coded and micro perfect. Like where, how is it going to keep you feeling sane and get you what you need? I have and it to may say happen. like during the pandemic, cause I was home when all that went out the window, like no one was coming over yeah. and I got to just live like in the way that is purely only functional. I'm more efficient. Like my closet is like cubes from target to stack. And I just like in the cubes from target, that's it. That's how I do all my stuff. It's just open. And would I do that normally? Yes. But like, would I feel bad about it? Yes. Now I don't because <laughs> I'm like, it's functional. <laughs> so, so Nikki, maybe you need to take all the doors off like your closets and keep everything open and maybe get like 12 bins in your closet to like, just, you know, and then right, you feel perhaps. organized. That might be like a really good tool. That might maybe. even be great for my son too. You know, instead of having like, maybe give the other son that they share a room, you know, one gets a dresser and maybe I should bring the cubes back in the closet and just, you know, here's where you put your underwear, your socks. Yeah. Well, and make sure also to bring him in on the, on the project, no matter how old he is. I mean, unless he's two, right. Unless he's like a toddler, but even then you can like play, but you know, it's like for the most part into have them be part of the process. Cause when it's you setting up your system, again, they're stepping into your world and your brain versus like, okay, let's come up with this together. Here's some strategy and even look online, like ADHD kids organizing strategies and, you know, and maybe even show them like, here's three options. Do any of these resonate and he may need to touch it and play and have, you know, like kind of move around. Cause you need to, and I always say p- to people practice, putting it away, taking it out again. Like what if you're busy, like plan, set up your system for your laziest day, the day that you're exhausted or have the flu and just like, don't have any bandwidth. Like how do you maintain and have the maintenance be just as easy as throwing it on the ground? That's like a really good point. Cause I remember when I first moved into this house, cause we've been here, like this will be our fourth summer coming up. And I remember somebody else put everything away from me and, the, and it was like, they put it away that in a way that their brain worked, right. They, they were helping or trying to help, but that didn't really help me. So I remember like, and then over like, I don't know, six months to a year, like, I think I've like reorganized and removed and, you know, cause it's like, you don't know what it's going to be like until you get into that kitchen and like actually start doing stuff, you know, anyways, I've reorganized it a couple of times. Maybe. And you will continue. So I know that's the other thing I think to remember is like organizing is never done because you're never done. If our home is an extension of us, 
you're never done. You're going to be continuing to grow. Like your kids are going to grow from this age to the next age to out of the house to you. You know, it's like, we all have these different phases. And so how do you continue to morph yourself? It's why I started, um, the chaos to calm organizing membership, because I was like, well, people need support this whole way. Like when I work with people in their home, we organize every single room in their entire home. And then guess what? We go back and do it again. And that's what we do in the membership because every month we focus on a different room. So, you know, even if you did a half-assed job this month, (laughs) next year, you can go back and do it again, even better. And that's what happens, but it takes the pressure off because you're never done. Even if you are done, you might need to update it based on life changes or just maintain it, you know, or clean, do a deep cleaning on it. But it's just nice to remember that we're never done because we're in relationship with our spaces. That's so true. I literally just found the basket of like the kids cups, you know, I have a basket for the kids cups in in a lower cabinet so that they can reach it to, you know, maybe hopefully make their own drinks, which they don't, they always need me to do it, but one day, (laughs) one day, but they're like getting old enough where like, they don't really need that basket anymore. they can like use like the cups in the upper covers or like, you know, glass cups or ceramic cups. And I was like, I can't throw it away. And I like put it back and I was like, I'm not ready. You put it back. (laughs) I did. It's awesome. I was like, I'm not ready. Yeah. I have to say though, the house I lived in last, I lived there for like 12 years. And then we moved into this house a couple of years ago. I do miss the like tailored organizing solutions that I had from living in a place. Like, even though we're always changing around, it's like, you do find those pieces that are like, yes, like shoe cubby that fits perfectly where it needs to. Yes. You know, I miss that so much. Now I'm like, ah, I have to you know? say, though, like you are like kind of like your whole house is kind of like it's like a hurricane went through it most days. I like, like to say that it looks like a Salvation <laughs> Army threw up in my house. It's like a mishmash of just Salvation Army throwing up. But Not when hoarders. you but when you decide to organize, like it's like the most organized, like more organized and more put together and like it's structured. Like you're talking about the shoe cubbies. I was like, shit, dude, can you come over to my house and make a shoe cubby for me, please? Like I need that. Like big thinker, right? Like big thinker. Like I was too fine. I get somebody pointed pointed this out to me recently. They're like, you're so into the details. You're missing the bigger picture. I'm like, that's me. I'm missing the bigger picture. Shoe but we copy. need each other. We need each other. And that's if we all work the same way, that would be what a boring world. Like we need yeah. the big yes. thinkers and the big doers. And then the, I don't even know, like the, the deep prayers or, you know, it's like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, we need somebody manning all sides of the station. So it's, I think sure. it's so helpful to have that. That's For the cool sure. thing. Like what you said, star about like finding what you were passionate about. Basically it's like when you find something that you like, like you said, Jaslyn before, and that's what we try to bring into like our kids and the people I talk to, especially now while people are transitioning careers, it's like, it doesn't feel like a career or a job. If you're doing something that's like fun or you like it, or you feel like you have a purpose when you're doing it, it's all about purpose. So finding something like that for every individual is going to be different. Otherwise we'd all be doing the same thing. And then there would be no jobs. Exactly. Your kids all get to experience that. Right. Cause like, think about the generation before us, they were all like, go out and get a job and be responsible. And, you know, it's like, and you, you all get to impart on your kids that it's like, wow, they get to go and do whatever they want that fills their soul because it's not about making money or clicking the boxes or, you know, it's about being a fulfilled human. Like, 
I agree with that 100%. I just said to my teenager, I was like, listen, he's like, I don't want to disappoint you. I'm like, you're not disappointing me. This is your life. I'm here just to guide you. So, you know, what you're doing is for you, not for me. And I'm, you know, here's my thought on this, this, and this, but you know, it's your, ultimately your decision. I just want you to find something that you love to do and you can make the kind of money you need to make to support the lifestyle that you want, not what I want, but that's like a different, you know, from that's totally different from the generation that raised me. I want to tell you something really quickly. My um, husband is like obsessive about like organizing. Like he'll walk into my pantry and talk about like people's brains do different things. He'll walk into my pantry and he's like, he completely reorganizes the whole pantry and he's six foot three and he likes things in corners. And I'm like, thank you. I think, but I mean, I can't, cause I was like, I had organized for the kids, you know, at their level, I had things, you know, snacks, I have things organized in a way that like I might cook with. Right. It drives me fucking insane. I'm sorry to say the F bomb, but I'm like, don't organize my, my pantry, you know, like don't touch it. (laughs) It's so hard. It's well, and it's, and it's also, it's like, it's a perfect example of why when you're setting up a space, for a common area, you have to consult everyone in that who uses that space. It's different if you're doing your office, your closet, your knickknack drawer, whatever. But when you're dealing with a common space, you need to kind of think about your child who's, who's, you know, four foot nothing. And you've got to think about your husband who's six foot three and you've got, you know, it's like, and then you have to think about, okay, well, how do we use this? And, and functionally, like, what's the best way of doing it? Because he might have an engineering brain who's looking at the way to maximize the space in the highest and best way. So he's like, no, everything fits best if you use the corners, like, and so it's kind of like finding, I think in relationships, we're always looking for the commonality. What is it he's getting? What scratches or what itch is being scratched by putting things in the corner and (laughs) deliver that to him without making everything high and away. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I want to know what she needs to be delivering that to him. So that the itches are scratched. Problem solved. Done. I think we just solved it. By the way, Jocelyn, if I, if, if the F bomb is off limits, then oh, I'm no. fucked. Cause I yeah. said, right. <laughs> no, fuck. No, fuck. I'm just kidding. I, I know cussing's okay. I thought. I yeah, it it's totally okay. But you know, so, you know, there might be a difference between the F bomb. I think it's you because know, you said kind. none earlier. I think Maybe. Got yes. freaked out. That's that it. Why? That was a trigger. I was like, oh my God. I'm a nun on the inside and a sailor on the outside. I so like, like it. I get yes. all the things. I like it. I like it. So you might be proud of me though. Cause we just, we went from Michigan to Florida. There aren't any basements. Like I was like, oh, there's no basements. Like, where do you put all the other where do stuff? You keep the roller skates? Yeah. Where Gosh. do you keep, where do you keep the weight bench? Like, where do I put the random stuff in a box that I can't go through dead grandma? But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do I do with that stuff? And so we ended up, um, we ended up getting a, uh, like there are these ceiling things you can like hang. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's like storage units. I don't even know. Yep. And, and, but then I was like, Oh, I have buckets that are too tall. Now I have to, and they're too heavy. So now I have to buy a million buckets and now I got to go through all these buckets. And so these buckets, these five buckets that I can't get up into this brand new storage unit, I have like drop down. I now have to go through. Well, my husband for mother's day got me a bunch of storage buckets that are sitting in the middle of my dining room, waiting for me to take them back into the garage to go through all the storage buckets that are just looking at me funny from the corner of my garage. And they're too heavy. And I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, ah! 
is so strange. Do you know what they are? What are the boxes? Well, I labeled them, but I mean, I'm not really sure if I can trust my labeling because I... <laughs> I, I feel like wine Christmas. while you were labeling. Yes, there was a lot of wine because I had three kids and myself when we were house camping when we moved. Man Babe, that's my husband, came down here at the camper and lived for three months down here looking for a house. So I had to get, talk about moving. I gave away everything. We sold everything. I brought only my bed and my dining room table. And then people gave us stuff when we moved into this house. And then I've like cycled through, you know, and replaced. But yeah, so I think there's books possibly books that have outgrown my teenager, but not ready for my middle. Um, I think that there's, and I don't even know what to do about this. There's like name, like keepsakes from like high school, college, maybe some photo albums, maybe some sticker albums. Do you guys remember that sticker? Album? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh my like, gosh, you guys stickers, <laughs> stickers, right? You remember stickers. So much jealousy surrounding stickers and the ones other people had. I was like, I had the oh, best sticker why? collection. Oh, I bet you did. I did. You probably still have it in that bin. I do. <laughs> well, I will say this. So I feel like, so the smaller the box, the better, like in general, because Ooh. of storage, like the, so what you want to do is cat is, is create categories, not fill the space. I'd rather have you get three small bins that have your high school memorabilia, your husband's high school memorabilia, and then kids ongoing memorabilia, then have it all into one giant box. Cause especially with the kids, what you want to think about with your kids is how am I going to hand this off to them? You want to have two styles of memorabilia for your kids. One that you keep forever that it's like, this is my stuff from Johnny. And then stuff that you're like, Johnny, you're 29, get the F out of my house. Right. right. Take your box. Take and your go. shit and go. Exactly. <laughs> You've been living with your wife for three years now. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Right. Right. So, so like the more that you create those systems so that it's like, you're an adult now, take your box. Right. It's, it's better, but it also helps like in the case, like I talked about with my sister, it is really stressful if I come across that memorabilia when I don't want to, like there's certain times of the year where I want to, but I want to know where it is. And I want to know it's not going to be hitting me when I don't want it. So I'm a big believer in like label all four sides of whatever box you put in storage, create as small of categories possible. I like to have a memory box for each of your kids that they would take with you. Um, and then memory boxes for yourself, like you, you and your own stuff today, right. probably you and your stuff from your childhood or past, depending on how, you know, I've got one from my childhood, one from high school and then one for work. Um, and then one for your husband or however many for most, most partners that I find, they only need one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're just more complicated creatures, I guess. I know. But right. Those, those hubbies seem to need one. And then one for the two of you together so that it's like, oh, this is our memorabilia. And that seems to be like a really nice blend. So everybody's being taken care of and you can find what you need because organization is about finding what you need and making it easy to put back, not about getting it put away and out of sight. Because if you just transition into those next big boxes, Jaws, like you're going to be in the same state you are now. Like a mess (laughs) going to feel the same. And then you're going to be like, Oh now, why the hell did I keep this versus like, Oh, this is my memory box. And you know, when you and your husband have your anniversary, you can go back and look in that stuff and feel like you're celebrating your relationship. So I have like, when I moved, I had, I went through a bunch of stuff like from his high school and my high school stuff. And I, I mean, sorry guys, but like I took the yearbooks and I literally like, they're just dead weight. So I just ripped out the page that his picture was in just to keep it. And then we recycled. I did it for myself too. We recycled all the yearbooks They were It was just so heavy. But then like, I went through all, like, remember when you'd like print out triplets and quadruple, you know, and you, yeah. And then you're like, I'm going to make a photo album. And then you never do. And then you have like, I had like, I got rid of all that too, before I moved down here, but I had this like one big heavy box of all these pictures. And I'm like, 
who am I saving this for? Right? Like, why? Like, is this for me? I mean, like, what happens? Like, I don't want to leave this for my kids, you know, because I have parents that are in that stage of life. And I've already gone through it with my father-in-law where, you know, they have all this stuff and they're like, you want this. And I'm like, I really don't like, that is not what I wanted. And they're like, but we saved it for you. And you're like, oh, okay, thank you. And it's funny because I like come in handy. Oh, what Nikki? I said, your books can come in handy because for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Like, on the nights when you're bored and you're home alone, you can pull out the old yearbook, flip through it in <laughs> memory lane. And, yes. And then pull up names on the website, on the sheriff's department website to see who has been arrested. <laughs> Are that you go the stalking? <laughs> that ended way better than I thought it was going to. I'm like, what, true what? story. I did that. <laughs> I was like, I used them to prop up my kids um, crib when they were like coughing and then sick, you know, like that's I was like, I don't need that anymore. But okay. I'm such a historian. I love all that stuff. Like my grandma gives me boxes of photos and I just wish I had more, like, especially now I'm like piecing together our ancestry and like, it's, I mean, I am for an organizer. I like geek out on that stuff. Like, I'm like, don't throw it away. I want it. Like, even, you know. <laughs> pictures will come in from all over. Like, I honestly cannot wait to get my hands on my parents' pictures. There are pictures of them partying out at the lake and like when they were single. And, you know, like I have this great picture of my mom leaning against the, my family's all cowboys. My mom's like leaning against the wall, wearing like a tank top with, you know, with Wranglers and boots and her cat pulled low. And I was like, you're such a badass. Yeah. And (laughs) she's so embarrassed of that picture, but I love, so it's like, it's so funny. It's just the values, right? Like your kids might want it because they could be freaky like me. Yeah, that's true. Um, something that you mentioned on the phone that we talked about earlier that that like sort of thing about um, like mental clutter too. like, you know how you said like mindset and stuff like that. But I found myself like there's certain people in my life that like I'm like, OK, you do not need to be in my life anymore. Like I need to clutter that 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 needs to be decluttered, you know, or like you said, like these um, these girls that had like a big impact on your life and then like the you for them, you know, and you're like, you need to stay and you like put them in a spot like, you know, in your head. Um, I didn't figure that out until late in life that like you can collect all these different people that are important to you and, and organize them in a way that they make sense in your life. Right. Isn't there like a mental way to declutter your brain or like, do you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I'm, 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 it's not coming out right. I don't know. How no, to say. I, well, it feels like there's two things. So one, I totally agree with the friend thing. I have friends who are one hour friends and I've got friends who are 14 day friends and you just got to know the sweet spot and plug them in there. And it's not that I love my one hour friends less than my 14 hour day friends, but it's just, we need to find our sweet spot and just nail that. And I think it's like, I know I've said that to a few friends and they're like, I'm offended by that. And I'm like, I just want us in the happy place all the time. And after four hours, like, let's be real about what's going on here. Exactly. (laughs) It hurts. (laughs) I'm tired then. And I need to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, Right. Yeah. But like, but no, when it comes to our mental clutter, I think one of the most important things that we need to do as a society in general is like, we need to learn to sit with uncomfortable feelings. It is, it's why people medicate and run off and distract themselves with TV and scrolling and food and I'm just as guilty of it because it's, you know, like we have these things, we don't make time to feel our feelings. And that's what I tell people when they're organizing stuff that's complicated, you have to, it's not a task. Organizing is not a task when it comes to emotional stuff. It is a healing process. And so you don't say to your therapist, like how many sessions until I'm healed? Like, right. That doesn't it's not a thing. So it's the same thing. You have to take your time and you have to be willing to kind of like suss out those feelings and spend time with them when you feel it, because that's really 
that's where the clutter begins. Because the truth is like, think about a time where you were madly in love, the rest of the world just disappeared, right? Anything unnecessary, just yeah. Um, or like when you were holding your baby, like you didn't care who was doing what on Facebook, you were busy. So yeah. it's, it's like when we get to a place of like, like real peace within ourselves, we are able to filter out very naturally. But when we, I mean, God bless our phones and our food and our, you know, TVs when we're stressed out, like I've been so stressed the last couple of months, like I swear to God, it's been like depression level. And it's, maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe it's just my life is changing. All of our lives are changing, but you have to kind of ride the wave and not, I think another big part is not beating ourselves up for feeling what we're feeling. Cause we're just, we are where we are and there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with you. There's not like you are exactly where you need to be and everything you're feeling makes perfect sense. And the sooner we can get to that conclusion, the sooner we move past that painful feeling and we get back to doing our life again. That's true. I think um, Ginger was saying one time before I'm going to re- reference to something you said, you're like, in this pandemic, I've realized like, cut, you know, like cut out the, like the sucky people or cut out the people that you don't feel like you need to s- or spend time with, or cut you're out like the people that suck. That's what I said. Yeah. Cut, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to like, you know, be nice about it, but whatever. Um, and I find that too, like, I find too, that I, in this pandemic, it's, it's been a little bit of a blessing or, you know, like a little positive note that like, I'm a little bit, I was already starting to be a little choosier about where I was spending my time or how I was spending my time or who I was spending my time with. But I feel like this pandemic really like made me hyper focus on that, you know, and, and it's not like I'm never going to talk to so-and-so, but like you said, they might be my one hour friend versus my four hour friend or my 24 hour friend or my friend that I call seven days a week, you know, like, or I show up at your doorstep and I'm like, Nikki, come on. Target graphic. Thank God I have ring. Teenager doesn't want to. So if you had some tips, like, cause I mean, I, I don't want to take up like a ton of your time tonight. Cause you know, that is also like, you know, the thing, but, um, so if you had like three tips for us, like, what would you tell us? Oh my gosh. Okay. So tip one, make space for your chaos, like make space for the madness of your life. Um, and really love it. Like, like meaning that the best bits of your life are messy and chaotic. So stop trying to put them in a box and hide them away. Like just play with the kids on the floor, do the thing, like make a mess, bake and have things crazy and still go to bed, even though it's a mess, like re- allow yourself to live your life. Cause that's what you'll remember not having a perfect house. So sure. make space for the chaos. Um, the second thing would be try as much as you can not to beat yourself up. Like do not let the interior bully because that is 99% of what stops people from making progress when it comes to organizing is how we beat ourselves up before we even get started. I don't know about you, but after somebody has beat me up for 10 minutes, the last thing I want to do is be productive. So try if you can to just like step back from that bully horse and say, okay, like we're going to only do this if it's fun. How can I make organizing fun? How can this be interesting? Setting a timer for 20 minutes and saying, I'm going to just walk around the house and look for things that I can donate. I'm going to just, you know, spend 20 minutes unloading the dishwasher, or I'm going to spend 20 minutes. Like one of the things I thought of lately is like, I'm going to spend 20 minutes removing everything from my house that I have no intention of finishing. Like notes from that random conference, that book that I don't want to even finish. You know, it's like, I love that. Yeah. Like, can you make it fun? Right. Can you make it like enjoyable? Um, and then the third thing is, uh, I know, sorry, I put you on the spot. You did it. I like it. Hold on. It's I think while under pressure, hold on, but what will come, what will like, make sure you have three good bras and I know have your best bras, find a great bra. No, actually that kind of should be. So one of the things you want to do is like set up your space for the life you want to live. 
Don't Ooh, just let yeah, yourself be good. a landing pad from where you landed when you moved in there. Set it up for where you are going. Like really curate your home so that you are manifesting. It's like, I think our home should be a living vision board. Your home should be constantly manifesting what you want and that it's interacting, it's alive, it's engaging. So really curate your home so that everything that you look at makes you happy, that you feel at home, that you feel peaceful and that it's sending you in the direction that you want to go. I love it. There's going to be more shells. There's going to be more beach. There's going to be more. <laughs> My husband's going to be like, the man babe's going to be like, wait a second. Wait a second. How more many wine? more? <laughs> how many more beach signs, can, wooden signs can we get? That organizer was broken. She no. was broken that night. She told no. you the thing. <laughs> He's like... This sorry Gen Z, I have a lot of beach wooden signs on my walls, you know, this way to the beach. <laughs> well, that's you know, that's like that's I love that. I love everything you said. That's awesome. Because I mean Very good tips. Yeah, that is good tips. Cause when I moved into this house, I was like, I want it to be nothing like I had it before. I want it to be a beach bungalow. And I'm slowly doing that. But there's like tons of places that you are like, why is this book sitting right here? I was supposed to read it. It's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bye. And you know, sometimes we just need a little kick in the booty to get going. Right. Like, sure. um, one of the things, so, so something I was going to share with your listeners yes. with, with you three as well is I have a, a free guide that's 10 things you can organize in 20 minutes or less. And the it's, it's starhanson.com forward slash checklist. And essentially what that does is it gives you, it like gets you a win. It gets you on the board, makes you feel like, okay, I'm not failing at this. Cause we all have countless failure attempts at getting organized right. where it's like, Oh my gosh, again, like there, and why do we want to spend our time again when it's just going to end up worse? And I'm going to feel worse about myself. So this is like short little bite-sized projects. And the deal that I have with everybody who downloads it is if you do five of the 10 in the next seven days, you get a free session with me. Oh, I like so it's that. like, the carrot. Oh. So then you can learn like what your stuff means nice. and the deeper, the deeper thing going on, but it helps so much to feel like you're not just like, I don't know, to feel like yeah. you're like on the board that you're doing something. You're positive. doing it. There's success yeah. happening. That's always yeah. a step in the right direction, yeah, no matter how small, like you're having a bullseye, you know, like if you have a bullseye and a target, like you kind of know like where you're going to be, um, you know, aiming that target, like at least, you know, where to go. I like that. So we'll include that link in the show notes so that if anybody's interested in doing that, Nikki, um, that they have like, <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? I, lovingly, lovingly, lovingly picking out. I you. know. I know. No, I agree. I totally agree. If I could just get all this crap to like calm down Ooh. and find some time. Let's, you know, let's, let's, let's be good. I'm challenge you to let's, let's, let's have like a challenge here. Let's see who can do it. I'm going to do it. Let's do it. What was it? Do it. I want to do it anyway. I don't want now. I don't want to because you made it a challenge. Okay. It's already anxiety. I know, right? We already know you're going to win forward slash checklist. Don't do that. Nobody do that. I'm sorry. I'm just picking on them. She's going to win. She'll be, she'll be done with it tonight. You're right. It's already done. She'll be done with it before we end this, before we end this zoom. Yeah. You have to share before and after pictures. This is a tricky part. Oh yes. Mm. Okay. So you need to do before and after pictures. So if somebody wants to take pictures of spaces and then just knock shit off and then take pictures of the after. I love it. Right. Right. (laughs) I love it. it. Right. Totally. Oh. All right. Well, thank this you. Well, so much fun. Yes. Thank oh you gosh. so much. You're so fun. You I love that. Fun. I love that random, like vibey thing. Like, I didn't know that it was going to be like that. Like you have this whole spiritual thing going. That is like, yes, yes. yes. that was a cool surprise. 
Thanks, Ginger. I know I've got to keep it all sneaky Pete, right? Because nobody's like, oh, I want a spiritual awakening through my physical career. Right. <laughs> you know, like no one's Googling for that. Yeah. So like, I have an organizer who's going to spiritualize your soul. It's going to be amazing. Like not in like, <laughs> way, but in like an uplifting light and love way. Yeah, I love it. That's like the best. Yeah, I mean, but awesome. that makes all of what you said makes total sense, you know, because yeah. there's always more to the clutter than actual clutter. Right. And like you said, right. not all, not all clutter is bad. Some of it, you just have to like leave it there for a second. Right. That's like the best. Yeah. That's like the biggest takeaway that I got. And no, I'm getting a new bra. That's the biggest takeaway that I got. <laughs> I need to hear about the bras. Yeah. You're, bras. Yep. The Ask bras are happening. Use, like compartments. Be like, I saw yeah. this girl who could fit like a glass of ice water and her lipstick and her phone <laughs> down the same bra. Do you have anything like that? Yeah. I'm going to yep. ask for that in the, in the special comments. And, and just in case we're all like, so we're all clear. There's no before and after pictures on any of that. Like that's no, like, that's, that's private. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to get you a free session. That's not no. the kind of, that's not the offer I I'm available to. <laughs> we'll put it all in the show notes and make sure that if anybody wants to get hold of you, they can. So, thank you so much. What is your website? What is yeah? It's starhanson.com. Okay. Like um bop, like um bop, bop, bop. That's just for our generation. <laughs> we'll only know. So Love any. It. Any boomers are, you know, they're not going to know what we're talking about. So no, no, they won't know, but that's okay. We know. So that's what makes sense. We know in our hearts. We know. Thank you so much. I don't want to know that. Thank you. It's like an earworm. Yes. I know what it is. Right. Exactly. Right. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Hang tight. It was so nice to be, have you on tonight. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining in on the conversation. Thanks to Star Hansen for joining us in the conversation as well. We are so glad you were here tonight. We had so much fun with you. All right, be sure to check out our website, which is keepingupwithchaos.net. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super awesome. And share us with one friend if you liked what you heard tonight. We have a new episode come out every Wednesday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So we will catch you next week. Catch you on the flip side. Cheers. Cheers.